Blog Talk Radio. Good day to you. It's Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, coming to you with the Goals Coach Daily. You know, if you're tuning into this program for the first time, I want to welcome you to the Goals Coach Daily. It's it's your daily source for inspiration, for motivation, and information to help you produce the outcomes that you desire in life. That's it, plain and simple. The show is brought to you by AboutGoals.com, a website dedicated to helping you to maximize your potential and reach your goals every day. Go check it out. You'll find something special there. You know, when it comes to taking your life to the next level and producing the outcomes that you desire, there, there are two sets of skills that you need to master in order to make it happen. You need to have the hard skills to perform a task to a productive level. Hard skill would be, for instance, If you are a singer, you need to know how to sing. If you are an IT professional, you need a specific set of skills in order to do your job. If you're a doctor, you need specific knowledge and an ability and skills in order to do that job. Those are hard skills. But there are also soft skills, things like communication, time management, strategic thinking, selling skills, creative problem solving, project management, goals management. This program focuses on teaching you the soft skills and getting the the soft skills specifically of how to get things done and how to make things happen, those skills that you need in order to be successful in both business and in life. Now, I I haven't shared this with with, um, with you guys too often, but, again, if you're listening, just want to let you know who you're listening to. I've worked in in corporate management for more than 22 years, and I I led teams, sales and marketing teams, to the attainment of, of some very specific goals and in a very specific time frame. You know, getting a team to reach its collective goals was accomplished basically by getting individuals to set and reach their individual goals. And, you know, sometimes you hit the target, sometimes you didn't. Most, in most cases, we hit the target, and, and, and in either case, there were valuable lessons that were learned. And what I share with you on this program are kind of the best practices of successful goal setters and reachers. You know, those people who consistently, consistently, consistently produce the outcomes that they desire. I want you to know that producing desired outcomes and results is a skill. It's a skill. It's something that you can learn. Some people have learned it early. Some people have not. We're here again to help you to develop and to master the skill of getting things done. You know, one of the characteristics of people who are able to consistently produce the outcomes that they desire is that they have a plan or a strategy for success in any endeavor, and, and that they regularly check in to see where they are as it relates to that plan. You know, people who lack the ability to produce specific desired outcomes in their life, they kind of take that Ronco Showtime rotisserie oven approach. Remember the Ronco Ron Peel? Remember Ron Peel? I haven't seen his infomercials out for a while, um, but at one point, he had a uh, he had a lot of things. A spray your paint your ball spot product, where you spray paint a ball spot, and I guess of a distance. You know, it, it looks it appears as if you don't have a ball spot. I mean, that was a funny product. And you can imagine if you look at my picture on on my page, you can see I'm a completely bald dude. And and uh, I always used to laugh at that idea of kind of painting your ball spot. Uh, but Ron Popeil had a product out. It was a rotisserie oven. Remember that. And the hook line in the infomercial and in the ads was, you just set it and forget it. Remember that? 
whatever, you take this big 100-pound turkey, you stuff it in there, and then you just set it and forget it. Remember, just set it and forget it. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, that's the approach that people often take. People are not able to consistently produce desired results. They take that approach with their goals. They just set them and they forget them. And guess what? They never reach them. You know, if, if you know someone, and I'm, I know it's not you, because I, I, you know, I talk to achievers on this program. I talk to people who are on fire, on purpose, and getting things done. That's who I'm talking to on this program, and that's who you are. Even if you don't know that, that's who you are because you're here. But if you know people, not yourself, but if you know people who just set goals and forget them, you know people who set a New Year's resolution and then just don't even think about it until they realize in June that, oh, yeah, I meant to give this up or I meant to give that up or I meant to work on this or I meant to work on that. Setting and forgetting goals does not work. You have to systematically check in. You have to systematically evaluate where you are. Are you striving? Are you thriving? Are you just surviving as it relates to that goal? And either one of those responses are okay. It's okay. Wherever you are, it's where you are. Remember what I said? In order to get where you're going, you have to start where you are. In order to get where you're going in your business, you have to start where you are. In order to get where you are, where you where you're going in life, you have to start right where you are. So that's okay. But you have to know where you are. So January, it's just about history. Monday is the 31st of January, and this is that opportunity. This is the opportunity we have to check in. Okay, we're checking in today. You know, it's almost history. January is almost history. How did you do? Were you striving? In January, think about the last 30 days. Were you striving? Were you thriving? Or were you just surviving? And, again, don't judge the answer. Don't judge it as good or bad. It just is what it is. All right? You know, did you accomplish some really big things in the last 30 days? Or did you at least accomplish enough little things to say that you're really making progress on your goals? You know, think about those last 30 days. And and on today's program, we're going to we're going to start that process of kind of the month in review and begin the process of planning forward. All right, that's a, a very uh, clear and distinct characteristic of a goal reacher, someone who's able to produce consistent results in their life. They know where they are and they know where they're going. The the characteristics of a person who's not able to produce the desired outcomes that they want in their life is that they just kind of let it all happen. We'll just see where, you know, we'll see where it goes, you know. Is it Friday already? Oh, my God, I can't believe the whole week gone by. And I did not even touch, I didn't write a single page. I said, well, you know what, well, I was busy. You know, I got work. I got these kids, these children. Just, you know, I got to feed the kids. I got to walk the dog. And I had to paint the house and I had to tune up the car, and I had to go out and go shopping. And the only downtime I had, all I could ever do with it was just relax. I mean, it was just plumb tuck it up. All I could do in my downtime was just watch a little TV every evening for three or four hours because I just needed some me time. Well, here's the deal. If that's how your month went, if that's how it went last month, again, that's Okay. We're going to take a look at that, and then we're going to look at what can be done going forward so that you can actually create the results that you desire going forward. Here's the interesting thing about goals. If they were going to happen on their own, you wouldn't set it as a goal. 
You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, if you go to work every day and you've been going to work every day at the same job for the last year, three years, five years, whatever, you don't set going to work as a goal. That's a routine at this point. Once something becomes a routine, it actually creates its own outcome. And that's part of the problem is that routines have expiration dates on them, things that worked well at one point in our life, things that simplified our life at one point, things that, that, uh, that made us efficient and effective at one point in our life, over time becomes ineffective. Write this down if you can write it down. If you have a piece of paper and a pencil, grab it, I want you to write this down. All routines have expiration dates. All routines have expiration dates, okay? Whatever you're doing habitually, whatever you routinely do, you have to check it from time to time to make sure that it is still producing the desired outcome that you were trying to produce when you started it. Here's an example, okay? You probably drive to work along the same route every day. You know, not too many people vary their route. Maybe you have one or two alternates. You know, sometimes you feel like taking the beltway, sometimes you feel like taking the back one. But other than that, you go one of two ways, okay? And the reason that you do it is because that's the quickest, most efficient way to get to work, you know, for the most part. Raise your hand if that's true, all right? I can't see it, but I see it up there, all right? So that's the reason why you have that routine established. What would happen if there was a new road road that was created that could actually save you, let's say, 15 minutes getting to work? Well, you would think that that becomes the road that you take, right? But guess what? If you're in the habit of going a certain way, if you're in the habit of traveling along a certain route, chances are you will continue to travel along that route. Chances are you might not even know that there's a quicker way because it's never it's not something that that came to your to your attention. And our routines are like that are, are the same way. You know, at one point they help us to save time and save energy and save money or or gain time, gain energy, or gain money, and then over time you find that, hey, guess what? It's not working that way. So write that down and, and remember that all routines have expiration dates. You have to you have to regularly check in. And what we're going to look at now is your January routines. Think about think about the last thirty days of your life. Okay, did you take steps to improve your health and increase your fitness? Let's start with fitness because I think that's something that we can all relate to. You know, last 30 days. Now, I know you had great intentions, and I know that, you know, the idea and the plan was that you were going to start eating right and, and working out regularly, and I was in the same place. You know what? This is the true confessions of a motivator. I was in the same place. You know, January I had great fitness goals, and guess what? I had other goals that took priority, shamefully, he said, and I didn't, I didn't meet my fitness goals. So, you know, I'm just like you. I'm human. The only difference is, is that I put things in place. I use certain techniques to check in so that February is not like January as it relates to my fitness goals. All right? So, you know, that's a question to you. Did you reach the fitness goals that you haven't? And let me tell you, when it comes to fitness goals, there are two, well, well when it comes to any kind of goals, there are two kind of goals. There are result goals and there are performance goals. And it's necessary that you have both. It's necessary that you have both. Both. Most people focus on the result goal, okay? And if you just focus on the result goal and you don't take the time to set a 
fitness goal, what will happen is you will wake up and find that the result hasn't been produced. Why? Because what you do every day is what creates the results that you're going to get. So if you have a fitness goal of a result or fitness result goal of let's say dropping five pounds this month, and you don't have a performance goal of working out three times a week, eating six healthy meals a day, and drinking uh, 25 gallons of water. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. But you, you got to drink a lot of water. You're, you're six to eight uh, glasses of water a day. If you don't set that performance goal, then you don't have something that you can check in with regularly. And what happens is you just come to the end of the month and you're either there or you're not. Now, I'm not saying that people can reach a goal without having a performance goal. It's just that typically if you're reaching a result goal, you have an unstated performance goal. You know, you, it's, you just didn't state. You have performance goals. You're just not calling them that. But it's important to intentionally set performance goals. So when you look at your fitness goals for the month of February, you want to identify some performance goals, some things that you can look at and change in the blink of an eye. All right, things that you can change, goals that you can reach in the moment. Because you, the quality of your life is really based on the quality of, of the individual moments that you have. So if you're living healthy each moment of the day, or most of the moments of the day, because, I mean, you know, nobody's perfect. If you're, if you're able to live a more healthy lifestyle based on the choices that you're making throughout the day, then the result goal will be there. If you don't reach the result, then you have a good uh, good foundation from which to work, to tweak it and, and to improve it. So fitness goals, January, did you reach them? Okay, be honest with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. An objective goal setter looks at it like this, and this is how I look at my goals. I took a step, I did something, or I didn't do it, but I took an action, and that action produced a result. Do I like the result? Do I want the result? Is it the result that I was aiming for? If the answer is yes, then do that thing again. If the answer is no, then the question is, what must I do differently to produce the desired result or outcome? You know, this past week we've been talking about procrastination, and I had Chantel Beaupre on the program, and she's the author of um, the audio program, Procrastinator No More. And we're talking about the emotional impact or the impact, rather, that emotions have on procrastination. And she's an, she's an emotional mastery coach. Um, I'm, I'm an objectivist. And when I say that I'm an objectivist, I, tr I try to. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not Spock. <laughs> I'm not Spock, you know, completely devoid of emotions. But I don't value my emotions um, to the point where I, where I feel that what I feel is who I am or what I feel is real. You know what I'm saying? If I, I generally tend to, to try to go a little deeper than that, and I've made the habit of doing that um, over the years, and it's worked very well with me. But when you're an objective goal setter, you tend to look at things simply as, did I produce a result? Yes. If so, do it again. If not, then, then you, you scrap that and you take another approach. And that way you don't beat yourself up. So remember that. You don't beat yourself up with this stuff. The other areas that, we're, that I, I want to look at today are finance. And you ask yourself the same question. Did I reach my, fi my financial goals? I know some of you are saying I didn't have any financial goals. Okay, that's all right. 
when you look at February, you want to set some because, you know, financial uh, independence actually comes from taking responsibility, something that I learned from Brian Tracy. Responsibility equals control, which equals freedom. So if you're looking for financial independence or financial freedom, it comes from taking control over your finances, which comes from taking responsibility for your finances. So in any area of your life, you start, start simply by taking responsibility, meaning that you know where you are with it and that you're setting some clear objectives as it relates to it. So if you had financial objectives, if you reach them, if you did not have financial objectives, look at February. What are some objectives that you want to set? You know your situation better than I do. I have no idea what your situation is. You have no idea what my situation is. Finances is something that's very personal and, and something that's, that's very individual. But you want to look at, you know, what are you doing to, um, to strengthen your financial position um, or at least not to lose ground with it. Wherever you are, set it and, and, uh, and then work on it. Again, we never set it and forget it. We set it and then we work on it. So go through that same process with your finances. Um, friendships, families, faith, the future, old habits, routines. We've touched on some of these things. I want to tell you, and actually I want before, before we um, end the program, I want to give you an, a special invitation. If you're listening to this show, um, on Sunday I'm doing a monthly planning webinar. It's a monthly planning session. Monthly planning sessions are things that I do with my coaching clients. And this Sunday I'm actually going to open it up. Uh, for for those who listen to the program and, and my Twitter family and, and a few other individuals. So if you are if you're in that place where January wasn't as good as you wanted it to be and you're ready to start to take control over what happens going forward, then you want to go to aboutgoals.com, A B O U T G O A L S about Goals. What's it about? It's about goals. What am I about? I'm about goals. It's all about goals. It's all about goals. It's all about goals. Okay. Go to aboutgoals.com, and under the column marked free stuff, you'll see right at the top information on the webinar. Click the red button, register for this webinar. It's this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know that's early for my friends on the West Coast. I know that's even much earlier in the morning for my friends over in the UK and other places in the world. But, you know, um, if you, I want you to register for this. What we cover in this monthly planning session is we, we spend a little more time and we go through those different areas. And, and basically what I'm here to do is to help to kind of uh, to kind of create some, some thoughts around, okay, you know, fi finance, what is it and where am I at and where do I want to go with it, friends, um, all of those things, my future, my overall goals, all of those things, just to kind of create a perspective. And in the end, what you walk away with uh, after that, after the session, is a strategic plan for February. Now, I know some people are afraid to set goals because they don't want to. They don't want to miss them. That is rubbish. Okay. Again, we're not beating ourselves up. This is not about success or failure. This is about doing and getting. Wishing, waiting, and wanting will only leave you wishing, waiting, and wanting. And if you're working on some stuff and, and you're in that place where you've worked on it and now you're just waiting for something or someone or, or you're just wishing on a result coming from it or you just want it to work really bad, then you're still wishing, waiting, and wanting, even though you're setting, you've set a goal and you've worked on it. But we've got to get you out of that place and get you back to a place where you're actually engaged and, and working on your goals. Remember, your goals are only alive when they show up in your daily routine.
routine. So we want to make sure that they're alive in your daily routines. Now, I want to—I I did a program on on core beliefs, and core beliefs are the thoughts behind the thoughts. I want to just touch on something here, and and we'll go into more detail with this on on Sunday in the the monthly goal planning session. Uh, but you know, one of the things that you need to have, and and with with regards to your goals, is a core belief that will work for you. And and you know, in the programs that I've done before, if you're if you're on Blog Talk Radio, you can go look in the archives, look for the program on self sabotage, an inside look at core beliefs. Okay, there are basically seven that you want to have, and I want to plan it out as it relates to a fitness goal, so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, let's say you set a fitness goal of losing five pounds, and you've You've kind of mapped it out. You have your performance goal in place. You know that in order to do this, you need to get in the gym three times a week for 30 minutes a day uh, or 30 minutes at a pop or let's say 45 minutes at a pop. And, you know, you know what you're going to do and you're committed to it and you've, uh, you've also purchased some healthy food so you're all ready for that or at least you have it on your list to do to purchase healthy food so that you have access to healthy food, um, you know, so you can reach your goal. Uh, if you've done all of that, now let's look at your core beliefs. First core belief, okay, your fitness goal is to work out three times a week and, and eat healthy and, and ultimately lose five pounds a month. First question that you need to ask yourself as it relates to your core belief is, is it possible? And that's an attainability question. An attainability core belief is the belief that it is possible by someone like you. It's possible by someone like you. And what I mean by that is that it's possible by someone who is uh, your age, your height, your sex, who lives in your town, um, on your street or whatever it is. And and the reason it's important to understand to have a core belief that it is possible by someone like me is because if you don't feel that a goal is possible, you won't even try to do it, okay? That's the reason why you you might look at a a, uh, 25-year-old with with uh, washboard abs and and go okay yeah great at 25 I had washboard abs um, you know and and so what he's doing may not necessarily work for me because I'm in a different place in my life I have a different lifestyle on and on and on you have to understand though that there are people who are exactly like you with the same challenges the same lifestyle basically um, same age height weight whatever and they're reaching that goal. When you believe that it's possible, and you don't see them until you first believe that it's possible. So you believe that it's possible, that it's, it's possible to attain that goal, and that core belief will open your eyes to finding out how to do it. The second core belief that you want to have as it relates to your goal is that it is possible for you. It's something that you are capable of doing. Now, you might say, I don't have a gym within 100 miles of me. I don't have a this, or I don't have the money for a gym membership, or you know, I don't. I can't hire a personal trainer. I can't do this. I can't do that. As soon as you start thinking I can't, when you say no to the question, can I do it, then you stop looking for a way to do it. When you say yes to that, then you begin to open your eyes to the possibilities that, all, that are all around you. They're already here. You won't see them until you believe at your core that you can do it. So you have to start with that belief that I can do it. So you look at that fitness goal, you look at your finance goals, you look at your your friend and family goals, you look at your faith goals, you look at your future goals, and you have to tell yourself that I can do it in order to find out how to do it. Okay? The third thing is deservability. You have to feel as though you deserve what you want. Do you deserve 
to to lose five pounds. You know, my goal for this for this month is to is to lose five pounds, and it is getting to the gym three days a week. And everything I told you, okay, there I'm exposed. The king ain't wearing no clothes, okay, and his belly is hanging over his imaginary belt. Okay, so I've told you that's my goal. That's what I'm working on. All right. Do I deserve that? Yes, I deserve to be healthy. You know that? I deserve to be fit. I deserve to look a certain way, and so do you. You know, very often when we set out to reach goals, we don't really believe that we deserve them, and because we don't believe we deserve them, we don't feel as though we're capable, and because we don't feel as though we're capable, we don't feel as though it's attainable. So deservability, do I deserve it? Yes, you do. Whatever your relationship goals are, whatever your 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 financial goals are, whatever your career goals are, you deserve it. And you have to believe that, even if there's no evidence to support it. Why? Because if you don't believe that you deserve it, you will not find a way to make it happen. Remember, when you say no to these core beliefs, you can't see beyond the no. When you say yes, your eyes are open to things that support the fact that, yes, you do deserve to be healthy. Yes, you do deserve to be financially independent. Yes, you do deserve to be loved. Yes. You do deserve to be successful in your business. Yes, I deserve it. I deserve it. So you have to carry that as a core belief. The other thing is is uh, likability. Likability is all about how you feel about yourself. It's whether or not you like yourself. It's not about how many other people like you. It's about if you like yourself or not. And and the way that, that this plays out with people who are driven to achieve, likability, surprisingly so, is one of the biggest challenges that they have. Because the reason why they want more is because they don't like what they currently have, and they don't like who they currently are. You understand what I'm saying? They don't like themselves. They really don't like themselves. And I'm not speaking in theory. I'm speaking in truth. I'm speaking in experience. I was at that place where I wanted more because I couldn't stand what I had or didn't have. And it was until it wasn't until I learned and accepted the fact that I like me, that I accept me as I am. And here's a caveat to that. I like myself as I am, knowing that every day I'm getting better. I'm improving. I'm growing. You see, when you think that, you don't have to, uh, you don't have that conflicting belief. You know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't tell yourself you like yourself because then you're afraid you're just going to settle for what you have. And so you walk around with this, with this, this feeling of literally of, of self-loathing over yourself and your situation, you need to get over that. Likeability is liking yourself. It's a core belief that will help you to reach your goals. It's a core belief that will help you to get to that place that you're trying to get to from the place that you're currently in. It's accepting who you are as you are and saying, that's okay, because every day I'm getting better. And then guess what? (laughs) Here's the beauty of it. Guess what you got to then do? You got to get better every day. You got to get a little better. What can you do today to improve over yesterday? Just a little better, you know. Just find yourself getting a little better. But it starts with liking who you are right now, not liking who you think you're going to be five years from now. Not thinking that when I get to the top, man, I'm gonna love myself. No, you know what's gonna happen because of the fact that like liking yourself is subjective. Right now, what you're finding are the things that you lack, and you're not liking yourself because of what you lack, all right? 
if you don't like yourself because you you don't have a million dollars, when you get a million dollars, you're going to find something else not to like about yourself. I guarantee it. I, I cast that in stone, and the reason being is because right now you have things. Right now, this moment, you have things that you're that you may not recognize that at one time you were trying to get to, and now that you have them, you found something else to say that to, to not like yourself on. So likability, you know, those are just a few of the core beliefs. We, you know, we're going to talk about more of this on Sunday, and we're going to spend a little more time on Sunday. We'll have an open line, and, and, and uh, I'll open it up for questions. We can work through this together. Uh, just go to aboutgoals.com, aboutgoals.com, and register for the uh, free monthly planning session that's coming up on Sunday. Um, I hope to see you there. You know, it's my it's, it's my desire to actually do more than just talk about personal development, but to actually really help people to make those changes. You would be amazed at sometimes how small thinking can really change the outcomes that you're producing, and that's really what it's all about. So if you enjoy this program, I have never asked you guys to do this, but send me a comment. Let me know what you think. Give me some feedback. I'm not trying to be like Bible. I just want to make sure that I'm putting together a program that's valuable and of benefit to the people who are listening to it. So please, 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 within the next five minutes, send me a comment. Let me know how you like the show. If you have questions, send them there. And uh, next week, Monday, we come back to you with the Goals Coach Daily, and we continue our discussion on what you can do to take your life to the next level. At this point, I have to say, because our time is up, that this is Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach. And I'm encouraging you to get up, get out, and to get going. I want you to live fully and without any threat. And I want you to know that the world is a better place because you are in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. We'll talk to you next week on the Goals Coach Show.